Groove. It's episode 79, and finally we have winter sports getting underway at Ripley High School with the boys and girls basketball teams both tipping off this week, as well as the Viking wrestling team getting started on Friday night. Uh, and uh, I had a chance to sit down with Viking uh, head principal, Ripley High School head principal, I should say, Jimmy Frazier, get his thoughts on having students back in the hallway and, and getting back to some semblance of normalcy around Ripley High School. And I also sat down with sophomore standout and Lady Viking McKenna Hall and got her thoughts on her second season at Ripley High School. Rube, what'd you have? I talked with uh, wrestler Brett Haskins about a big weekend for the Viking wrestling team. They have a couple of matches, one on Friday, one on Saturday. I talked some basketball with uh, Ripley assistant coach uh, Derek Mullins. I got caught up with a couple of uh, college coaches who have uh, former Viking athletes who are off to outstanding starts uh, with their programs. And also, we'd like to welcome Swifties and Mountaintop Media to the Viking 360 family. Well, nothing has been normal since he took over at Ripley High School. He talks about the challenges they faced and getting back to normal. Here's Ripley High School principal Jimmy Frazier. Back in school, you got students in the classroom. It's got to be a good feeling. It's a great feeling. We talked about, you know, school gives off an energy, and that's by the students. So it's awesome. Those days when they're not here, it's long, long days. So having the kids around makes our day go faster. It's, it's just great. It's really great right now. I've heard from a lot of people around the community and inside the school system uh, what a great job you and your staff have done, your teachers, your your uh, assistant principals. In this time, Coach, it's been so crazy and so uh, things are moving quickly or maybe not so quick as you want them to, but just different. You know, you don't really know from one day to the next how things are going to pan out. And I've heard what a great job you guys have done throughout all this. I appreciate it. First of all, I've got a great staff. They, they do a wonderful job. The, from the teachers, all of our service personnel, cooks, custodians, secretaries, and then my assistant principals are just phenomenal. But I think one of the tough things right now is to be consistent in this inconsistent time. I don't know that I've ever been through anything. I know I haven't been through anything like this. Um, but that's the tough thing to happen right now. But, you know, I think we're, there's light at the end of the tunnel. You know, it seems like things are going better, and hopefully we can just keep that moving. Sports back uh, in action. Coach Kennedy's team was on the court last night, and, and the boys are back on the court uh, tomorrow night. Uh, wrestling's back at it. Uh, that has a lot to do with morale in the school as well, right? I don't think there's any doubt. You know, those folks have not been able to do anything for a long time. We had that break where uh, we weren't allowed to practice at all. So it's great to see those folks back out on the courts and the mats. And, and then also we got our spring sports that's doing flex days right now. So we have sports all over the place. How difficult is it going to be to juggle those crossover sports when you got kids that are playing in a winter sport that also play a spring sport when those – uh, start overlapping. How are you guys going to handle that? You know, uh, you said our staff does a great job. Our coaches are doing a great job with that also. We met early on. Um, our winter sport athletes will not play spring games, but they'll be able to practice. Um, they're going to finish their winter season, and then after that they'll start their spring season. Felt like it was too much, too much of two sports plus their academic load, which why we're really here. Mm -hmm. um, you know, that that was going to be too much, and everybody's bought into that, and I think that they're working well together. It's, we're doing anything and everything we can just to have some type of normalcy. When it comes to games and competitions, what, how is the fan uh, access going to work? How are they going to get in the games? What do fans have to do to get 
I assume probably have to get tickets prior to because you have to keep a head count. How does all that work? So at home games, all of our home, all of our home games, our athletes will get four tickets per person. So they'll get four tickets of people that they'll put on a list that they fill out weekly or you know for the games. Visitors will get two tickets, and then if we have any left over, we're going to start having like a lottery system for our seniors to get in as a cheering section. Now that may take us a little bit, but we're trying to get those kids in. Felt like you know they've probably been affected more than anybody. They haven't seen a ball game since March 13th of last year, so it's a process. And hopefully, as we go through this, we'll be able to add more fans to our games. Have you seen a different uh, renewed enthusiasm from the student-athletes when you walk through the halls uh, now that they're back in practice and, the, and games are starting to, to begin? Yeah, I think so. I mean, I, I, you know, there's more of a buzz. I mean, we're talking about something other than, you know, are we going to go home today because of bad testing or something like that. So, you know, I mean, yeah, they're, they're excited about it. Coach, uh, what will it be? You get through this year and you get through your, your uh, winter and spring sports and you have hopefully a normal summer. And then hopefully, uh, beginning in uh, of August or September, whenever school starts, you'll get a full school year. What would that mean to you as a principal? Oh, makes our job so much easier. It really does. I, I think we went through nine first days of school this year so far. So hopefully that's it. But, you know, you're, it's all about a schedule. It's all about a flow with school. And if we can get started off like that next year, I, I can't wait, to be quite honest with you. And, and the kids can't wait either. Coach, uh, just from a personal perspective, um, the the job and, and the things that have that have been thrown at you. I know you and I have talked off off of uh, the podcast that uh, if you'd have told us this two years ago, what you'd be going through now, you would have laughed in my face, or I would have laughed in your face. Uh, when you sit back and look at it, or have you had a chance to do that yet, and just think, "Wow, I can't believe how far we've come." from, I think you said March 13th last year, almost a year. Right. Yeah, you know, I, I think it's amazing. It, it's, a, it's really great to see what type of folks we have in this community, everybody, parents, teachers, students, everyone, to be able to adapt and overcome. That's, that's all we've done. I mean, we've changed it. Whether the rules change or whatever, you know, the, it, it's just we've adapted, we've overcome, and we've kept going on. And I think that's just a tribute to the character of this whole community. Coach, continued success throughout the rest of this school year. Hopefully you'll get to remain in school, have your students here uh, through graduation. Best of luck to your sports teams. And as always, uh, thanks for your time. You've always been very generous with your time, and we appreciate that. All right. Thanks, Brian. Hey, fans. Check out the Ripley Vikings collection at swifteesapparel.com backslash Ripley Vikings. Use the coupon code VIKING360 for a 10% discount. It's Ripley Viking Apparel, made right here in Ripley. The Viking wrestlers have a big weekend on the mats as we hear from a returning state tournament finalist. Viking junior Brett Haskins is our guest on Viking 360, and he is a two-time placer in the sport of wrestling, going for number three in this his junior season. Brett, what was it that... uh, piqued your interest in the sport of wrestling to begin with? Um, this sport is like no other sport. Um, it's an individual sport. You have team scores, but for the most part, it's just you out there doing what you do best. And um, I mean, obviously, the rewards are individual. So I'd say it was just the individual part of it. It's all on me. I'm going to win. 
if I win, it's on me. If I lose, it's on me. So that's what caught my interest. Brett, how old were you when you began wrestling? Um, I think I was either seven or eight years old, starting in Little League. And did you take some lumps at first, or were you pretty good right off the bat there? Did you have an aha moment in your career when you realized, hey, you know, I I can do this? Um, I like to think that I was good back then. I don't really know, because there's not much film from me back then, but I always placed in the Little League state championship stuff, so, uh, but the real aha moment was probably in middle school. I placed all three years of WSAZ, and that really made me realize that I could make a run at a state title in high school. Yeah, the SAZ's tournament down in Huntington, that is sort of like the state tournament uh, at the middle school level, and once you got to high school, uh, you placed sixth in a state tournament as a freshman, and last year, you were the runner-up as a sophomore. Have you uh, uh, set a high goal for yourself, I would imagine, during this your junior season? Yeah, uh, last year was definitely a disappointing end of the year, finishing as runner-up. I would have loved to win it, but, you know, I set higher goals for this year, and one of those is to be a state champion, and even higher than that is to do good as a team so as long as we can all do our part individually the team thing will figure itself out you know brett wrestling is a little bit different in that people can watch uh, baseball practice they can watch football practice but the wrestling room is sort of a private location for the practices so for the benefit of those who have never uh, witnessed a wrestling practice uh, could you walk us through just briefly what it is that you guys go through each day yeah, so usually, I mean, once we start jogging and warming up, it becomes silent. There's no more talking for the rest of the two hours, two hours and 15 minutes, whatever it is. But, you know, we go hard from the very beginning, and we just keep pushing the pace throughout the whole practice. And like I said, there's not much talking or anything. We just we get to what we need to get to, and then we come back the next day and do the same thing. What is it that you, is your forte in the sport of wrestling? What What is your strength as a wrestler? I like to think that I uh, ride on top pretty good, holding guys down uh, when, when they pick bottom. But also this year and last year, towards the end of the year a little bit, I started working more on scrambling positions because that's definitely a, a technique that you need to know if you're going to go on to the college level. So I'm not sure if I'm going to wrestle or play baseball in college, but I'm going to do one of the two. So scrambling is definitely something that hopefully I can get stronger in throughout this year and next year too. All right, Brett, the, the season is upon us. We have a, a home match on Friday, and then you turn right around on Saturday morning and make a rather long road trip. What are your thoughts on wrestling back-to-back like that right off the bat? Uh, I think it's a really good test for our team. Uh, not sure if anybody else saw, but we weren't listed in the top ten for the AAA preseason team standings, which isn't that big of a deal to most people, but for our team, we kind of took that a little personally. And we wrestled GW, who's seven or eight in those rankings, 
that's our first match of the year. And then the next day we wrestled Greenbrier West, who's won the single A state title a couple years in a row, and we also wrestle uh, Cabell Midland. So we can't wait to get out there and prove some people wrong and test ourselves right off the bat. Brett, thank you for joining us on Viking 316. We wish you best of luck in the opening matches coming up this weekend and throughout the season. Thanks so much for having me. The collegiate wrestling season continues for Chase Morgan. West Liberty coach Danny Irwin tells Mike Rubin about his junior standout. Coach, uh, bring us up to date on uh, the wrestling program there at West Liberty and uh, the advancement of uh, our own uh, Chase Morgan. Yeah, so West Liberty wrestling uh, program is doing quite well. We've had a heck of a good year. We finished 5-0 in pools. We won the Mountain East Conference Championship. You know, and then, you know, a few weeks later, which was actually this you know, past weekend, you know, we won the Super Region 3 NCAA uh, National Qualifier Tournament. You know, we uh, had six guys you know, qualify, you know, for the NCAA National Tournament, which is going to be held uh, March 12th and 13th in St. Louis, Missouri. And, and, you know, one of those six guys uh, happens to be one of your guys' own, uh, you know, Chase Morgan. And tell us about the the season that that Chase had for you there at uh, at West Lib. Yeah, Chase had a just an excellent year. You know, talk about a, a guy that's just a, a relentless worker. You know, I think he might have been a, a match or two above five hundred. You know, last year, um, you know, in the starting lineup, and this year he just you know, came in the season and just relentless day in and day out and you know, he, he took a, a 500 season and, and turned it into uh, I think he's 13 and, and 4 on the year and he, you know multiple guys that you know, have been at the national tournament and really out distanced himself from a lot of other guys and too and uh, so just what a, what a turnaround from, from last year to this year just the, the growth that he's able to make uh, Coach what would you say is Chase's forte what is his strength uh, as a wrestler? Uh, I would just say uh, how tough he is. You know, he's somebody that uh, he just, he's really mentally tough and that uh, there's no give in him. And, you know, that uh, obviously bodes well for, for competing at a high level. But yeah, he does a lot of different things well. But, um, you know, I think that's something that separates him. Because I want to say maybe he's the strongest guy or the, you know, fastest guy or, you know, he's uh, wrestled the, the longest, but, uh, you know, he, uh, there's no, nobody that sets a pace like him keeps that pace. Coach, thank you so much for your time, and, and best of luck to the Hilltoppers. Appreciate it. Yep, climb the hill. Mountaintop Media is the official live stream provider of Ripley High School Athletics. Mountaintop Media offers a variety of services, including logo design, photography, videography, audiovisual setup, consulting, and web design. If you're beginning your climb to the peak of success, Mountaintop Media has you covered. Mountaintop Media, your vision through our lens. Go to mtmedia304.com to learn more.
It's game time for Ripley basketball, and we get the latest following their recent preseason scrimmage. All right, well, we're here at the Ripley High School Health Center. We have just watched the scrimmage game between the Vikings and the Herbert Hoover Huskies, and we're talking with Coach Derek Mullins. Coach, tell us uh, what did you see that you liked and what did you see that the Vikings need to work on? Uh, first off, it's just nice to be out on the court having some fans in the stadium and then just being able to play basketball. It feels like, I mean, shoot, we're used to playing basketball in November, December. Now we're into March for the most part and we won't be finished until May, in middle of May. So it's just nice, first off, to be in a gym, being with our kids, being a part of a program and being part of family. But second off, I think there's some good things and there's also some bad things when it comes to a first scrimmage. I mean, shoot, I think we're on our 10th day of practice. This was counted as a practice as well. So, uh, But for the most part, I think offensively, we just got to be more patient when it comes to the ball coming to us. Of course, I know we have a lot of new guys. We had five guys starting for us last year on varsity, and we have a whole new five guys. We had two guys returning that are played in just a little bit of varsity minutes, and everybody else is brand new to the system. So they're just trying to figure out the ways. But offensively, be more patient. Uh, find our groove. Let the offense come to us. Defensively, um, we're going to try to bring a lot of pressure this year. So with our pressure, we got to get in the right spots. We haven't been able to do a whole lot of practice. We're trying to put a whole lot of stuff in these kids' heads in a 10-day period, and which is a lot on these kids, plus coming to school and everything else going into the lives. So I just think as we just practice and play more and more games, we're going to get better as the season progresses. And, Coach, things are going to happen rather rapidly now. We go into uh, the season opener uh, Friday at Nitro and then turn right around and play uh, Ravenswood on, on Saturday. So what are your thoughts on playing back-to-back -back right off from the start? Yeah, that's that's a new one also for us. We're going to have a lot of back-to-back -back games this year. Some, some weeks we're going to have three games. I think another week we might have four games. And then we'll have a Saturday-Monday game two or three times. So it's just going to be tough. These kids got to make sure they take care of their bodies first off, get good sleep, get good nutrition. And then second off, get in the gym, get when they need to get done, then get out. But Nitro, they got... They have it'll it'll be one of our tougher tests this year. I mean, we don't want to look past another game, but this first game is going to be a tough test for us. They're probably one of the better teams in our section and region. Uh, they got two new transfers from Sissonville, another six eight six nine tall kid, and then they have another point guard that came in. Plus, of course, they have Colton Painter and the low. Uh, they have two guards that are juniors that can just score it. So it's going to be a tough test for us, but I think our kids are up to the task. And then Ravenswood, um, I mean, in other words, so we got a Friday Nitro, Ravenswood Saturday. Uh, they have a couple kids coming back. I don't know for sure what all they have. We're going to worry about one game at a time and then move on to that next one. Coach, thank you very much. Thank you. She is a key member of this year's Young Lady Viking basketball team. Her role as the emotional leader of the 2021 edition of head coach John Kennedy's team will be the key to their success. We hear from McKinnon Hall. A tough loss last night. Season got underway, uh, but uh, you know I think you guys have a lot to be excited about. Sounds like you, you had a really nice game and uh, you guys fought and battled, but you know you haven't had a lot of practice time and you were playing against a, a pretty veteran squad last night, but all in all, I think you had a pretty good showing. Yeah, we're really young. We were really nervous for our first time for being out there, but I say we had a definitely had a learning experience, and we did really good. Second year for you, uh, have things slowed down a little bit? Are you seeing the floor better, or are you understanding what coach uh, wants out of you a little more so now? Oh yeah, definitely. I definitely see my role as a player way better than I did last year. You're one of those stat stuffers. Uh, when anytime I do one of your games or, or read box scores. 
You're always getting steals, rebounds, blocks, points. Uh, you hustle everywhere, and I think that shows in, in that stat line. What does it mean to you to be out there and just playing as hard as you can? It means the world to me. Just being able, to, like, just knowing that I'm able to go out there and play and play my heart every game. It really means a lot to me because basketball is definitely my favorite sport. Hard to think you being a sophomore, you're really a leader on this team. You played every game last year, and uh, you're someone that that coach can depend on, especially handling the basketball. Uh, what type of a, a role have you taken as a bit of a leader? Are you a verbal leader, or are you someone who leads by example? Um, I'd say I'm pretty much both because I'm definitely loud and I talk a lot on defense and offense and I make sure I know where people is. And I'd say I can take as role as well because I'm always making sure that everyone's in their right spots. Tell me about this basketball team. Uh, you guys are young, like we mentioned a moment ago, but uh, you got a few new pieces. Uh, but really, uh, the sky's the limit. You have what seems to be all of the important pieces to have a good basketball team, and it's just going to take you time. You haven't had a lot of practice time. Uh, first game last night, and, and they're going to start coming at you in bunches. So tell me what, you've, what you expect to see out of this basketball team as the season goes on. As the season goes on, I expect us to definitely increase our wins and definitely be able to show a lot of improvement by the end, and we should be definitely having a winning record this year. As a player, you got to love this. You only had two weeks of practice before the first game, and it looks like, I mean, literally for about a month and a half, it feels like you're going to have a game every other day, so you're not going to have to mess around with practice a whole lot. You're going to play a lot of games. That's got to be fun. Oh, yeah, I'm definitely so excited. It's been, I've been really eager trying to wait for all these games to start, and they're finally here, and I'm very excited. McKinnon, thanks for the time. Best of luck this year, and we look forward to doing a bunch of your games on the radio. Thank you so much. Hey, fans, check out the Ripley Vikings collection at swifteesapparel.com backslash Ripley Vikings. Use the coupon code VIKING360 for a 10% discount. It's Ripley Viking Apparel, made right here in Ripley. A Ripley grad is off to a good start for the soccer team at Fairmont State. Mike Rubin caught up with Falcon head coach Brandon Heembrook. Coach, uh, Taylor Kennedy had an outstanding career uh, in goal for the Ripley High Lady Vikings, and it would appear that she's doing some good things uh, for you there at Fairmont State. Tell us about Taylor. Yeah, she's... Uh been remarkable since since coming in from Ripley. Kind of picked up where she left off at high school. Um, freshman year, she was conference keeper of the year, um, and then she she had a slight injury over the summertime and, and has rebounded perfectly and is off to a, a great start in our first game, um, giving up no goals. Um, earned Defensive Player of the Week honors for for the Mountain East Conference, um, and then even more so than just not giving up goals, she's a leader at the back. She's uh, a sophomore, but she's already one of our captains. Um, we lost one of our other captains uh, to an ACL injury this year, so Taylor's kind of had to pick up the, the vocal side of things on the back end, and uh, she's done an excellent job uh, leading by example, leading uh, through her, her vocal leadership, um, and just being an inspiration to everybody. Uh, Coach, what does it take uh, to be a good, effective goalie on, on, the, on the college level, and, and, and how does she accomplish that? self-experience I was a college goalkeeper myself so um, you know consistency is, is something that we look for um, you know she makes all the routine saves look routine she makes the the medium and, and slightly difficult saves look look routine and then she's able to pull off a big save every now and again uh, and that just oozes confidence 
especially for for the defenders playing in front of her, knowing that she's so consistent back there. Um, being that vocal leader, um, you know, the back line and the team know that she's engaged throughout. Um, she doesn't just do it in games. She does it in practice. Um, every time she lets in a goal in training, she's, you know, visibly upset, and she, she just always wants to push herself and always, you know, be the best that, that she can be. Um, and then we got Coach Christian um, is, is our – assistant coach uh, and he specifically works with with goalkeepers for the majority of the time and he he was a goalkeeper himself played professionally in mexico um does some work with wvu women's goalkeeping coaches so she's in great hands with him and, and he's done an excellent job with with building up her confidence and just basically taking her from where she was in high school and, and continuing that upward trend coach uh, thank you very much for your time and best of luck uh, to you and the falcons for the uh, duration of the season I appreciate it very much. Thank you. That'll do it for episode 79 of Viking 360. I want to say a special thank you to our two new sponsors, Swift Tees and Mountaintop Media. Make sure you go check them out online at swifttsapparel.com backslash Ripley Vikings. Punch in the coupon code Viking360 to get 10% off of your next online order. And also for Mountaintop Media, go check them out at MT Media 304 by local guys. Thanks for listening. Have a great week. Remember, for all the news on the blue, go anywhere you can find podcasts, search Viking 360, hit the subscribe button, and turn on your notifications. <laughs>